Last week turned out to be very unpredictable, starting with insults from the president and ending with formality in the last debate. This is Politics Politics, and you're listening to the week of the 18th. This is Politics Politics. Hello, it's me, Mohammed, And just to get a better look at the week, let's start with the beginning. At the beginning, we had President Trump on his campaign trail where he was talking to people who hadn't voted yet and his supporters and telling them why they should vote for him. And as usual, he was mocking people and insulting them. It's not a good strategy, but supporters seem to love it. He called Anthony Fauci and a bunch of other top-ranked health officials who advise him on the virus and help him a lot. He said, everyone's tired of hearing Fauci and all these idiots. It's not nice. And then he said, Fauci's been here for 500 years. Uh, That's not good from a president. He's supposed to be calming the nation, making them feel better. But instead, he's insulting his top advisors who are just merely trying to help him do his job. In an interview, Fauci responded, nothing personal, strictly business, which I've been told is a quote from The Godfather. I never actually really watched The Godfather, so I'm not really sure, but pretty sure it is. Now that we've got through the beginning of the week, let's go to the middle. Thursday night, it was my personal highlight of the week in politics. It was the second and last debate. Now, there was supposed to originally be three debates, but in the second one, Trump pulled out because he had COVID and he didn't really want to attend it virtually. And so this was the last one. Both of these candidates had to make a very big point. It wasn't that many days until November 3rd, Election Day, and they really just needed a big burst in polls, specifically Trump. And so they really both tried their best. And you can see Trump was really trying to do his best in the first debate. He was pointlessly interrupting Biden and it was very hard to follow. In this one, however, he was behaving, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to make a better impression or maybe he just knew that he could be muted if he overdid it. So he he just did way better. Now, some slip ups in the debate were when they were talking about climate change. And Biden said that we would go 100 percent green energy by 2050. That was a mistake. Definitely a mistake because these workers in the oil and coal industry, if America goes a hundred percent, they're going to lose their jobs and that's going to be a lot of jobs lost. And so these people want their jobs, you know, they don't want to lose it. And so that's going to be some votes against Biden now because that, that has happened. And some slip ups, Trump, apparently called himself the least racist person in the room. That was obviously a lie. He said many racist remarks, but 
I guess Trump just wanted to lie some more. He lied a lot. And it was definitely a very interesting debate. And so now let's get to around the end of the week. Now let's go to how the week went after the debate. So immediately the candidates went on to their campaign trail where they go to different states and cities, typically larger ones or battlegrounds, and they make their statement on why they should be president. They make speeches, hold rallies, and that's what they were doing. And so there's this state that I want to focus on. Biden really wasn't there at the time, but there was a person helping Biden whose name was Michael Bloomberg. He was a candidate, but he didn't do good enough. And probably because he joined too late and just plain out people didn't like him. He did some bad things in the past. And since he's a multi-billionaire and extremely rich, he spent $100 million on getting Biden to win Florida. So just think about that. It was pretty, pretty nice of him. And he spent most of the $100 on TV ads that sabotaged Trump. And that's really a big blow for Trump. That's not good for him. Because Florida is a really big state for Trump to win. He's behind on the polls. He's behind on the electoral votes. He really just needs Florida. And so... There's this thing that's electoral votes, and as simple as I can explain it, electoral votes are kind of like, let's say, Illinois, right? So let's say 72% of Illinois votes for Biden and the other 28% votes for Trump, okay? So the 72% for Biden means that Biden's won Illinois, right? Because that's 72%. And so he gets our electoral votes. It's not like they don't count the 72% from every state and add it all up. No, they don't do that. They take the electoral votes and they add up all the electoral votes. And you need to get about 270 electoral votes to be declared winner. And so with 270 needed, Florida has 29 electoral votes, which is above about 10%, which is a lot needed. And now it's not likely Trump's going to win Florida. And that's really, that's really big blow to his campaign. And, you know, the Democrats are just getting steps closer to winning. Now, Biden he had to go back and sort of like redeem himself because he made that comment on going 100% reusable energy by 2050. And it's going to destroy uh, jobs for people in the oil industry. And he kind of needed to redeem himself. He took it back um, in news reports and he he's trying to redeem himself while Kamala Harris... Earlier in the week, she had made her last bid for Georgia. And so this was the campaign trail and most of how the week ended. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to me. Uh, Feel free to shoot me an email. The link's on my website. And just send anything you feel as if I need to improve on. And... 
This was Politics Schmalitics. You are listening to the week of the 18th. Thank you so much. And my name is Muhammad. See you next week. Thank you.